Nobieko, I miss you terribly. How are Baba Zephyr and Baba Comet? Please tell them I said hello, and I miss them. Uh, but whatever you do, please don't tell them anything else in this letter. Nobi, I'm fearful that I've failed. I, I don't know what to do. I came to school to learn, but all I've done is break everything. Tall folk are confusing. They eat so much. All the time. I will say, I've met a few wonderful friends. I got to drink ale once. Oh, and I met a pirate. But it's hard to know where I fit out here. And there's a lot happening outside of our small group. I always thought there was nothing to fear but the beasts of the wild. But now I think... I think people might be more of a true horror. Some are wonderful, but some seem only out to break the hearts of others. I don't want to be like that. I'm still trying my best. I promise I'll fix all of this somehow. I'll write again as soon as I can. Please stay well. Love you always. Rain. Welcome, everybody, to the Fae Forge Academy. I am your DM, Steven. Uh, with me today, we have Ian. Hey, everybody. Chris. Hello. Michael. Hi, it's Michael. <laughs> was that the Christopher Walken impression? That was a great Christopher Walken. <laughs> it's not, but I can't. W Wale's here, and he, he has a better sexy voice, so I'm going to let him go full full with it. So that's, that was the concession I just made there. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Uh, hi, uh, I'm Emily, and I'm also a real boy. <laughs> Adelaide. It's it's Adelaide. <laughs> uh, and with us again uh, for two more weeks uh, of episodes, one 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 session. We have we have our good friend Wally. Wally, say hi one more time. Tell people where to find you and all that good stuff. What it do? What's up, guys? It's your boy Wally the Slime. Your non-binary slime best friend on the internet. Uh, where you can find me, you can find me at Wally132 on Twitter, where I'm talking about random stuff. You can find me uh, every Monday over at Infinite RP playing some Flames of Freedom. It's a nice little swy-hander hack. It's a great, great fun. And over oh, on nice. every Thursday, you can find me at GGK Game Nights playing some Elegant Creatures, which is a very interesting hack we're doing of, of Urban Shadows and it's a, it's a very interesting hack, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I ended on a cliffhanger where I hate-fucked my rivals, so... The dream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a mood, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's a total mood. <laughs> that's my favorite genre. 
<laughs> it, it caused like, the fact that uh, because it was an NPC that was introduced that very same episode, and at the end of the episode, I just outright hate fucked him. That it caused everyone to spit take, and it was my crown <laughs> moment. Amazing, amazing. Uh, a couple things before we jump into the episode today. Uh, we are affiliated with Found Familiar Coffee, uh, so if you use the code Fayforge on your checkout on your first order, uh, you get a little discount. Uh, we also have a affiliate link in our show notes. Uh, if you use that, both of those ways give us uh, a little kickback from that help support the show. Uh, and we are also affiliated with Greenleaf Geek, uh, a wonderful dice maker um, and designer. And um, you can get all your all your TTRPG dice needs met uh, at greenleafgeek.com. So also use the code Fayforge there. Uh, you get 10% off your order, though that does exclude uh, custom sets of dice. We also have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, you can find lots of extra fun stuff. Uh, we've got a whole Patreon-only podcast feed, a Patreon, uh, patron-only Discord channel, and um, or Discord server, a Valheim server that we play on sometimes, uh, and other stuff too. That's I've I've been on there like every Wednesday for weeks yeah. now. I've been really enjoying it. It's pretty fun in there. Yeah, it's it's a great time. I I'm bad at that game. I'm really good at getting murdered in Valheim. <laughs> it's pretty fun. The nice it, thing it about Valheim is, is that they're continually developing it, so there's always new ways to die. Exactly. That's important when you when everything's dangerous, including the trees. Um, <laughs> Super dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a really great way to support us. Um, all level. If you if you're like, oh, I don't want to join the Patreon because I I really can't can't give very much and so I won't get access to any cool stuff. We actually have an egalitarian policy on our on our Patreon tiers. It doesn't matter what you give, we appreciate you and uh, you get access to all the same content because um, we know everyone's financial sis- situation is different. So that's a way that we say thank you. If you have enjoyed the show it, for the last 84 episodes, uh, if you take the time to leave a 5 star rating and review uh, that would be amazing. And then if you would also this week do something very brave, but tweet at two of your friends that you think might like the show and tag us in it oh. and about something you like about the show or the episode or favorite moment or character or whatever, um, that that would mean a lot to our show and, and how we grow and get to more listeners. Um, that's the number one way that all podcasts grow is by people telling other people about, about the show. Um, so those of you who have stuck around this long, we really appreciate you and hope you're still enjoying the story. And speaking of that story, uh, let's jump back into the Forge Academy. So, last time on the Fae Forge Academy, five of our students, uh, including a new, I guess you could call it a inner planar transfer student, uh, Kirby, <laughs> um, decided that when a magic door appears in the middle of a tree that you should walk through it, and found themselves in the Feywilds, 
where Kaz heard the voice of his great-grandmother, Ketla, imploring him for help. As the group tried to figure out exactly where they landed in the Feywilds, they met a little bit of resistance from uh, some Fey creature who had an affinity for fire and a dislike for their friend Desodia. A fight ensued, though our group was able to subdue this individual and gain passage through the rest of this forest freely. Uh, they made it back to the campus, where after a little bit of research, they discovered that Thomas McFan must ha- may have something to do with Ketla's disappearance. Mm. They investigated his dorm room, where they found him magically sealed, or magically locked away in his closet, uh, using some interesting persuasion techniques. Uh, the party... <laughs> we bullied him. <laughs> has, has, I was going to say, convinced... <laughs> Mr. McFan, to uh, be a part of the beginnings of some sort of plot to uncover this slot. So, as you kind of figured this out, the last thing that you did was you had talked about basically having a, a music competition to try to draw out this other McFan somehow. So, where do you want to start on campus? And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this over to Cause specifically. So. I recall that uh, by the main campus, like by, by the, the, the great tree on campus, there is a dining hall. And, you know, by said dining hall, I imagine, much like in uh, some, some other campuses I've visited, that there are a, uh, like a small student venue that's near the dining hall. Something that is like somewhere between a basement and a black box theater, which is yeah. just repeating myself. Yeah, absolutely. So whatever show is happening there tonight, Cause will feel a little bit bad about this later, but he's totally going to one up that because between the dining hall and that theater, there's going to be a little patch of ground where Cause is going to publicly challenge Thomas McFan to finally put an end to their their, their age-long rivalry, which in Kaz's mind, everybody knows about, but that okay. might not be true. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a couple questions Shoot. for you. What's your ultimate goal in how you're hoping this is going to help you uncover the shapeshifter? Great question. My ultimate goal is to make it so obvious that Thomas McFan is where he is on campus, that if this shapeshifter is trying to use his shape to get away with something somewhere else on campus, it's like going to be very obvious that, uh, you know, like Thomas McFan can't be in two places at once. So Cause isn't going to challenge Thomas McFan like, let's duel right here, right now. It's like tonight at this time, giving lots of heads up, everyone will know Thomas McFan will be here. So that way Thomas McFan will have to be there and not somewhere else. Okay, and then my next question I want you and the party to figure out is how are you going to get as many people as possible to this bard off? Battle of the Bards. I have an idea, but this is, I know it's Kaz's thing. No, no, go ahead, shoot, Michael. It does allow for cooking RP to happen. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. So. Bake sale? uh, Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say, bake sale, like, basically we put the, we put the, uh, you have to bake because I don't know. Besky doesn't know how to bake, so uh, I could do icing, like the icing that says "be at," you know, whatever the nickname the students call the place that Ian's going to be doing the the battle at. And it's gonna be like Battle of the Bards, 
and that's when I'm put on there. That's what you do at like that's what yeah. American kids do at high school, right? Like dumb shit like that or whatever. That Absolutely. Is. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah. I'm not sure because I was a normal American high school kid, so uh, seems seems right. Seems seems about right. That speed. Yeah. Okay. So as the uh, the five of you kind of are discussing this plan, so Kirby is going to do this. He's gonna look at Kaz and go, "All right. Um, so." You just want a lot of people here for this bard event, right? Right. I want to. I want to lure this shapeshifter out so that way we can grab him and find out what's happened with Kayla. Okay, got it. I think I know a way to get people to come here, but I, I'm kind of afraid that it may overshadow you. So I'm gonna like try to keep it as minimal as possible. Is that okay? Well, uh, whatever you've got, I want to see it, Kirby. And Kirby is going to uh, go to like wherever is like the main like student union area where all like the students hang out and then he will fly up to like the highest point he can find which is probably like a 10 foot tall pole in the middle of the area <laughs> it's like some kind of flagpole and he casts thaumaturgy to enhance his voice and he says really loud in the middle of the student union okay um whoever can hit me can get five gold like, really, if you could just punch me in the face, I'll give you five gold. Just all takers. And then he flies off to where the uh, the performance is going to happen. In all fairness, that is extremely high school. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very high school. Emily, your friends have been gone for about four days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're never coming so, back. <laughs> no, you saw them run through the tree with this fairy that you now see in the Great Hall, as you're having lunch, making this proclamation <laughs> about being punched in the face. And the last time you saw this fairy, you watched Rain, Ariadne, Besky, and Kaz walk through the center of the tree. Are any of the rest of them here? So, would y'all have followed followed uh, Kirby? Uh, like, Kirby's coming back to where we're at, so, yeah. If you follow Kirby, you'll find us. Okay. Uh, then I am confused, but I will follow Kirby assuming that they are going <laughs> away from the people now trying to punch them for gold. <laughs> yeah, so, so Kirby, uh, as you as you start flying through the bodies of students to get back to where the rest of the group is, uh, sort of in the Great Hall in this kind of area in between where your new friends are, um, I would like you to make a, uh, a dexterity save. Dexterity save? Okay. Mm -hmm. I like to think now Blossom's first in line. It's like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, dexterity save. Uh, that is a, oh, that's a 13. Okay. Uh, so as you are flying through, uh, luckily your face is pretty small, so it is hard for people to hit. Uh, and, and if I may, I would like to attempt to just trip a couple of people because I'm like following along, but like, <laughs> Whoever this is, I, I don't really want them to get punched in the face. Okay, uh, how do you want to do that? Um, stick my little foot out and trip them. <laughs> stick out my little okay. foot. My little foot. Okay. Uh, why don't you make an acrobatics check? Sure. Uh, that is a 15. Okay, so Kirby, why don't you make that check you just made with advantage now? Ooh, okay. Uh, that is a 14. Baby bit better. Um, 
<laughs> so as you're walking, as you're flying through, uh, you see this little tiefling, and actually, Emily, why don't you describe Blossom? Because Kirby has not met Blossom. Oh, yes. You see this uh, very small um, pastel pink tiefling uh, wearing a white dress and a sort of dirty mauve apron with white horns. Uh, and she's cute, but she's got uh, horrifying, unsettling, giant void black eyes um, that... <laughs> <laughs> if you look into for too long, you start to not feel okay. Um, but she's just silently following along, sort of looking concerned. Um, Kirby, like, as he's flying, he, like, turns around and, like, does, like, a duck and a weave around a couple punches. And he spots, he's like, oh, uh, thanks for that assist back there. Oh, um, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm Kirby, by the way. And he, like, flits over to you, and Kirby's like a fairy, so he's like a bit shorter than you. <laughs> I, I give him the little, <laughs> the little uh, tiny hand shake. Um, I say, um, do you know where the rest of my friends are? The ones who went through the tree with you? I couldn't go because I forgot I left the oven on. Oh, that's actually a really, <laughs> le- that's a legit important reason, too. And when I came back, you, you were all in the tree, and then I didn't see anybody for four days. Are they alive? Wait, hold on a second. What were you cooking? <laughs> oh, I was making cookies. Wait, really? I like to bake. Yeah, I might have, um... She, she's rooting around in her apron pockets. Um, and she pulls out, like, a cookie with one bite taken out of it. Uh, and, and sort of gives you um, a, a very appropriate size piece. Um... I cast enlarge reduce on myself, so then I strike transform to like their size, and I take the cookie in my hand and I just chomp it. Mm. Oh, oh, this is a great cookie. As you pause to take this little conversation, right after um, this little tiefling tripped a couple people to stop them from getting you, you do get kind of slammed, and it they miss your face, so you don't have to pay up, but you do get punched kind of right in your chest, just by by. Um, you're not even sure who, but there's a mob of students that start pushing past Blossom um, right into you. Uh, and you hear, you're, damn, I almost got his face, and you take three bludgeoning damage. Can I cast Thaumaturgy and shake the ground under them a little bit? Sure. I just turn with a withering glare, because we're having this polite conversation now while all these rowdy kids are still trying to punch this person. Mm-hmm. I just turn with a withering glance and I shake the ground make, a little. <laughs> make an intimidation check with advantage. I'm also a little disappointed you didn't, like, uh, reduce size so that there would be more cookie. That what? You know, like, if you're if you're smaller in size, then it's more cookie to eat. But, yeah, in my logic, if I'm big, it's polite. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I give you the whole cookie at that point. Um, uh, 19 for intimidation. <laughs> okay. Um, this group of students rolled a four. Um, so, so as Blossom, who has been... In, in her Forge career, uh, kind of behind the scenes, mostly. Um, you really only notice her right in, in her baking classes. Looks at these students who've never really look at, looked in your eyes. And as the ground shakes, they all just stop and take a step back. And there's this space between this mob of students looking at Kirby um, and you. Uh, and they hesitate. Like Kirby looks at that, <laughs> looks at her. And it goes, you want me to walk you? You want to walk there together or something? I uh, Sure. Uh, yes, I, I would. And then I turn back to the students and I go, 
it's not polite to interrupt people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> One of them says, like, not sure if you're a student or a teacher, you hear, you hear a, yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you, you kind of go to this, this area. It's a small, like, it's more... It's like almost like an outdoor auditorium inside, if that makes sense. It's not nice. There's there's kind of some more like boxes and stuff s- set around uh, where people sit, as opposed to actually like nice benches or or seats for this place where where students perform in this sort of student union esque kind of place. But you see, um, Besky, Kaz, Rain, and Ariadne kind of talking with. Uh, behind them is this blonde haired, kind of beat up looking. Uh, though their clothes, their clothes were not very nice. Uh, though they are, they've got a little bit of like dried blood and, and dirt on them. Uh, Terrified-looking uh, person who I don't know if you have interacted with Thomas McFan. I have not. And so the four of you, you see Wally flying in a a largish mob of students behind him, and then Blossom right behind him as well. But there's a there's a strange space happening where people aren't quite. <laughs> comfortable approaching uh, as these two two come to you. As I'm flying over, I'm actually, the thing is, because I said I was going to walk with them, you gotta he's walk. actually just walking, like, next to them, like, hands in his pockets, just really mm-hmm. chill. And every time someone tries to, like, get close to punch them, Kirby will, like, turn around and then give them, like, a really, like, serious clear, like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm talking <laughs> to this person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the six of you are together. You have this. Is it? I know, Michael. You had the the baking idea. Um, is there? How do you want to do that? Uh, yeah, when they come up. Uh, Hello. Hey. Um. What? Where did you all go? That's right. Um. So we followed Kirby through the tree, and um. Yeah, we. I think we were. Really east of here. I think that's where we were. Oh, are, are you all okay? Did anybody get hurt? Not us. Um, someone else did get hurt, but that was their fault. They didn't die. Don't don't worry. They didn't die. Oh, it was fine. Oh, it was it was okay. I'm not worried. It was a misunderstanding. So, cause uh, here wants to do battle of the bar. Is that what battle of the bards? Is that what it's called? I okay. And Thomas here, and I kind of grab him close because Thomas ow, is with us. Let go of me. No. Um, we're trying <laughs> to figure out ways to promote it. Um, I'm only good at cooking, but I heard you're a baker, and I've heard in other normal schools they do, like, bake sales or bake things, and I figured we could use the school's colors as, as, as the frosting colors and put, like, Battle of the Bards. That's such a good idea. Um, I, I, I'm sure you'll be very good at, at baking. Uh, you're so good at uh, cooking and everything, from what I've seen in class, of course. Uh, I don't know. I'm willing to try, but I know that you're the good baker, so maybe you can teach me. No, you're the better baker. No, you're the better baker. Uh, she, <laughs> she, although she is blush-colored, she blushes. Uh, <laughs> A deeper blush, if you will. Um, and, and clearly looks like very nervous and is wringing her hands, um, but is also very excited. Okay. So the two of you, the two of you will run down to basically the bakery. Um, most of the classes and stuff and, and happen within the Great Hall. It's a very large building. There's multiple stories and stuff. And the, uh, like the, 
I don't know if you'd call it the, the practical kitchen where your lessons are, are just typically always available, is open. You do hear as, as you're flying away, uh, this voice from, from this bard that Kaz has grabbed. Says, Wait till my mother hears about this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, as you two do that, uh, the other four of you, what are you going to do? Because you know, if if they're baking stuff, you know you've got a couple hours before this can actually happen. Yeah, I in my head, I have this idea that Ariadne is just like supremely uncool, <laughs> and um, <laughs> just like she's very sweet, but she's just very she's not hip, and um, she's like, oh wow, a, a baking, a bake, a, uh, a bake sale. That that sounds great. Um, I should let the I should let the other staff know. And she's she is going to make a little sign to put up in like I don't know the teachers' lounge, the staff lounge of like <laughs> the students are putting on a production and a bake sale, and like inviting all the grown-ups essentially <laughs> to the party. Are you like a single? What is it like Glee Club? What do they call in high school? And there's like these people who are assigned to do school spirit stuff or whatever. Oh God! Oh, like oh, no, the ASB. I don't know. Ooh, sorry, you said ASB and it made me shiver. Student body, yeah. Oh, she would she would have absolutely been like student body secretary, not president. Because <laughs> no. that's, that's like a popularity contest. She would be like something uncool, like vice president. The, you know? the treasurer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got elected. She got chosen for her skills, not for popularity. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, why don't you give me, as you, as you run into basically what is essentially the teacher's round, why don't you give me a uh, persuasion check? Sure, I can do that. Let me pull up my sheet. Oh boy! She's trying to perceive really bad coffee in a really bad coffee. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Persuasion. Okay, that's a plus three. It's not bad. Uh, nee, uh, that's an eleven. Okay. Yeah. So as you as you look in, uh, it's there's not a lot of teachers in there right right now. Uh, you do see perseverance in there. Your favorite orange tiefling. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Goliath in there named Krikantala who's um a big part of the woodworking and stuff as you're kind of describing this to the, to the two of them uh perseverance looks at you uh looks at this goliath and says crick i um i think this would be a great way you were telling me that you wanted to bond with the students more this would be a wonderful opportunity i unfortunately have some very important business to attend to <laughs> oh you should come you should come anyway oh it would be so nice to have a friend there. Uh, you have lots of friends, Ariadne. Oh, I know, but, you know, I. you should come. I, th- I think the students would like it. <coughs> I mean, aren't you the headmaster now? No. In proxy? No. No? She's still here, which is why I have a lot of work to do. That's true. I should not have said that out loud. Uh, but the, the Goliath stands up, uh, towering over both of you. He's probably 8'4". Um, big boy. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Says, I'd like. I, I think I'd like to go. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, that that would be that would be great. Um, I, you know, it's it's cause the the bard, the dwarf. You know. <laughs> I I don't know who he's battling actually. I I think he's just maybe maybe it's just a karaoke night. I don't I don't know. Uh, and you watch as as perseverance does that like, just slowly backing out of a conversation that he doesn't want to be a part of right now. Uh-huh. Professor Perseverance does not like karaoke. Got it. Oh, if it's karaoke, then no. <laughs> oh, will I? That changes everything. That, that, sorry, this is the Goliath. He says, "Will I have a, Will I have a chance to perform as well?" Then, I I don't I don't know I don't know. He didn't actually give me details on how it's going to be set up. So, 
I never really know what to expect with cause. But theoretically, I mean, bring, bring an instrument. Wonderful. I'll do that. Uh, in a couple hours, you say? Uh, yes, uh, it's on It's on the paper. Wonderful. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like you are. You get a faculty. <laughs> to a come. faculty. Cool. <laughs> Great. Kirby, like, brings, like, <laughs> dozens of students. You're like, I got this Goliath to come, but you know what? Oh, my coworkers hate me. It's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> rain rain or cause, is there anything you're going to be doing to, to prep or, or help? Cause is going to uh, absolutely, like... Uh, get up on the, get up on like a, like a, whatever, a nearby picnic table, or maybe he'll even, uh, go so far as to use the ability of Miranda's loot to, to levitate himself up in the air, maybe, maybe like, like a good 10 feet up in the air mm-hmm. and is going to, uh, absolutely begin to, uh, speech and he is going to, uh, uh, actually, you know what? Like, uh, he's gonna actually start like doing a little bit of like, uh, he's not gonna levitate just yet. Okay, hold on, I'm thinking this through. All right, I got it. Okay, so he's gonna start just like loudly being like, you know, Thomas, I've always had it up to here with all of your prancing about and thinking you're better than everybody, and it's time someone put you in your place. And I'm gonna nudge Thomas like, come on, play it up. We gotta sell it. I don't need to be put in my place. I'm better than all of you anyways. I'm sorry, they didn't, they didn't, I don't think they heard you in the back, Thomas. They don't need to hear me. They can see how much better I am just by looking at me. His voice gets a little louder. (laughs) Oh, it's right. You just think everyone's better than you just because you had the good graces to roll your measly carcass out of bed this morning. Yes. You hear that, folks? (laughs) He thinks he's better than you just because his dad is a, who, who's your daddy again? I can't ever remember. It's Lord, Lord Butterface. What? It's McFan. Why would Lord Buttface McFan? That's only right. you, Cos, would think that my father would have a different name than me. No, no, I think your name's Buttface too. Sorry, do you have another name? Which I should call it's you? It's Thomas, and you know it. Thomas, and you know it. Buttface McFan, and just just escalating, trying to get a crowd <laughs> around us. And when it gets to a pitch, Tom's, uh he's gonna Cos is gonna say, "You know what, Thomas? I'm a, I'm a good sport. I'll give you." I'll give you a few hours. Get your notes together. Maybe finish up that song, that ballad you've been talking about all these years, and you meet me here tonight, and we finish this. We settle this. Who's the best bard on campus? I'll see you here, you little dwarf worth nothing more than the grass you stand on. He turns. He turns and like he's got this this long fancy robe. Uh, though it is a little bit bloodstained, uh, and like flourishes it <laughs> and tries and starts walking away with a little limp. <laughs> um, Poor baby. I do feel bad for him. He did get, get totally ganked. So, uh, Besky and uh, Blossom, as you, as the two of you make it into the, the, the kind of kitchen cooking area, um, it's empty right now. There's just a few, there's a few torches burning on the wall. So there's, it's lit and stuff. Um, what are you doing? It's lit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what do we we do need? We need flour, is that sugar, salt? Flour, butter, sugar, eggs, um uh maybe some 
of the extracts from the cabinet, uh, we could we could make an interesting uh, flavor profile. I would love to hear your thoughts. And like she's kind of fangirling over Besky, <laughs> like she's trying to be cool, not in not in like a crush way, but just in like a oh my god, you have a, the same interest as me, sort of, and nobody else ever has that's spoken to me. So anyway, uh, she's very excited. Um, I, I I was thinking maybe we could do some sort of um like fun sugar cookie with like an unexpected flavor. Like what what flavor do you think? Represents cause. Um, definitely ginger, cause a little bit spicy, but not too spicy. I don't know if all the Fae Forge <laughs> students are good with that. Um, oh my God, brickle road <laughs> cookies. <laughs> God no. <laughs> Beautiful. Absolutely. What would pair? Actually, no. Let's lean. Let's let's fucking lean. What would pair good with brickle root? Like, if you actually tried to. Like make the flavor yeah. What is the flavor of it? I have always imagined it as like a mix between like rubos and cayenne. So it's oh. like it's like a, it's like a it's like a it's, okay. it's like a okay. it's like a spicy dirty orange. Orange, yeah. Mm. Orange would be good. I think orange would mix well together oh. with that. So yeah, if we well, because if we give everybody cookies that make them energetic, then there'll be a great audience. I think. Um, mm-hmm. What flavor do you think goes with brickle root? Um, I think we should think something citrusy, but... Ooh, um, I think we have oranges. Okay, uh, let's go check, um, and let's mix it with a little bit of, uh, um, fey lemon, because I think that would be good, too. (gasps) For sure. Okay, um, and uh, she sort of dashes around the kitchen assembling, um, things all in front uh, and then looks at Besky and goes, uh, do you know how to make, how to bake at all? It's just like cooking, but a little more precise, I guess. Um, the only thing I know how to bake is naan. That's it. Oh, well, I don't know how to make that, so I, I don't, I can't really say. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll get the hang of it. Um, can you, can you mix the dry ingredients for me? <laughs> Now I have to fucking remember how to bake as a real human. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I will do the mixing of the dry ingredients. I mix the wet ingredients. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is how baking works. Uh, I would like. Uh, so I, I would say, as this is going, um, Besky, you are more. You're more the assistant than yes. than the lead baker. Correct. So Emily. Yeah. First. Um, Craft, witch plus craft. Yeah. Witch plus craft. I'm gonna have you. Uh, so you're gonna add your proficiency bonus to a um, a five d six roll, uh, and then do you believe that uh, um, that Blossom would be like? Is Blossom's skill like in her intellect, or is she more of an intuitive cooker where she would maybe use wisdom, or is it like very very? very controlled and measuring and everything and you can maybe use your dexterity i would say however you want to justify it you can use that chosen skill to add as okay um i think for her it's very much just intuitive and feeling it's very emotional baking um Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna add wisdom oh okay i love recipes so 5d6 so it's like following one of your grandma's recipes where it's like a bit of powder (laughs) 
two pinches. That's a pinch of cinnamon. When, but I do need to, Emily, I need to know the total and I need to know the numbers. Okay. Of each roll. So, hold on. <laughs> Quick maths. 10, 15, 19, um, plus my wisdom modifier, plus my proficiency bonus. Yes. So 26 total. Okay. And then on the dies, I have a two, a three, two fours, and a six. Okay. Sounds good. So um, as you're you're baking this, um, <laughs> these brickle root speed cookies. Like like drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like a marshmallow or like uh, licorice. You know how like they're not supposed to be like nowadays, like you never use them for the intended purpose of like medicinal things. Mm. It's like what we're doing with brickle root as a food. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Big, big thing happening. They're medicinal here. cookies. So, uh, these are, it's not like you spent the whole day, like, researching all this and stuff. So, I'm going to say that, um, kind of with that crafting bonus, with what Brickleroot does is essentially fantasy caffeine. Uh, I'm going to say anybody who gets this, um, in, if they use it during, like, combat or something like that, they, they get an extra action in their next round. Ooh. Mm. So this battle of the bards is going to be fucking hype. <laughs> yes. So it's like a baby haste. All right, that's, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. Baby haste. Um, Are you okay, giving speed to this? This is like an EDM concert. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go, kids. Let's Here you go. And Rain, what are you doing? So we have several, or at least a, a few hours, if I hear that there's a bake sale going on. So... Yeah. Um, I think Rain will kind of give Cause a tug on on the bottom of his shirt and just say, "Um, best of luck. I'll 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 be right back. I have to go take care of something." And I'm going oh, to uh, head to the dorms uh, and sit down. And uh, I'm gonna. Well, first, actually, is there anywhere on campus where I know we can get mail sent out? Yes. <laughs> oh God. Uh, perfect. Yeah, I would. I would say. I would say. Um, actually, in the 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 foundry, it's just a letter, so it's nothing like super wild. In in the foundry, they that's where most of the things get shipped. So you would know. Um, like there's a lot of crafting that happens there, and students sell things from the foundry and uh, from uh, Varen Hollow. There's always like weekly. There is someone who comes up to to kind of make some trades and pick up new supplies uh, from the academy to sell sell students goods. Okay. Uh, so you would be able to you would be able to send out a letter. Okay. Uh, if I stop by there and ask, uh, do I think they can get a letter to the Shattered Isles? Uh, so Lollin's there. This this big furbolg who wants to be good at crafting but is not. Oh. Um, he says, "Oh, uh, hey." Little fairy, um, that, that's not my, my name is Rain. Um, that's Rain, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. That's all right. Uh, Rain, I just haven't seen you around here before. I don't think. Um, um yes. are you a, are you a student? Uh, well, that is a a relative term, I think, sir. Hmm. Technically. So you want to get a letter to the Shattered Isles? If it's at all possible. I didn't think anyone lived there. Uh, well, that's not accurate. Um, people live there. Just, you know, not... Anyway, can you do it or not? Uh, leave your letter with me and I will see, uh, 
what the people of Varen Hollow can do. It's very important. Is it? Is it long? Is it? Um, no. Um, it took me a while to write it. It's um, your paper is very big here, but uh, I managed. So it's just one big piece of paper, but I think a regular size for you. Well, I think we have a couple options. There's uh, one or two of the professors are very good at sending messages a very long ways if they know who they're sending them to um, without without the mail. Oh, shall I speak to them instead? Well, I was going to say, or I can ask. Uh, I think the next... It's a bit sensitive. Um, if you don't mind directing me, comes... then I, I could I could inquire elsewhere if I need to. Oh, yes. Uh, let me look up my Excel sheet. Um, that sounds <laughs> sounds mysterious <laughs> and annoying somehow. Uh, yeah, I think um, uh, Professor Bafflestone, a little gnome, oh. does glassworking and stuff. She has a special sort of crystal that can like send messages to people. Oh, so well, I, um, all right, that's that's quite handy. Thank you, and I'll go try to find that professor instead. Okay. Yeah, you will. So, so as you go into this sort of um, this professor's classroom mm-hmm. is is where they almost always are, always working on some sort of project. There are um, all sorts of like lenses and crystals and and different things all around the the room. Um, everything looks very intentional. There's nothing there that's even though there's a lot of beautiful things, none of it is there for decoration. Mm. You see this little pink haired gnome uh, oh. to. Uh, two pigtails, massive, like the the uh, miniature painter, like works with small <laughs> things glasses, um, with like three three or four layers of of lenses out. Looks up to you, so you see basically these big bug eyes on this gnome that's even short for a gnome. Uh, and she says, "What do you want?" Oh, uh, well, I was told that you might be able to get a message. Uh, I have. Um, t- it's a, a difficult location, so I thought uh, maybe you could help. Please. Sure, of course I can help. What do you need? Um. Well, I uh, does it? Do I physically? Um. How does this work? Uh, if you have a letter, you bring it to me. We lay it on. Pulls out this this sort of contraption. Uh, it actually it looks a lot like a um. Uh, it's a scanner. Sh- <laughs> it's it's it, what's in my head is even better. It's uh the overhead projectors. Amazing. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Essentially, um that that we had in elementary school where like with the white wet, oh, wet erase markers. Oh, the good markers. old days. Yeah, those ones. Yeah, I bet you don't know what that is, Emily. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. 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 I'm not coming to your funeral anymore. <laughs> Oh, dang. <laughs> dang. <laughs> Amazing. Oh man. Um, yeah, but it's 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 sort of like one of those where there's this like there's this sort of um like flat piece of glass uh held by these this like metal framing and underneath it is a light source. It seems to be some sort of like arcane light source um that refracts a lot. Okay. And in the top and ab- and above it uh, is another sort of crystalline object. You're not exactly sure what it all- what it would all do, but she says you you put it on here. Um, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to focus, and it will probably be a little bit tiring. Uh, I'll I'll help you a little bit. Uh, you focus on who it sends to, who it's going to send to, uh, and basically this paper should appear in front of them. 
Although, <sighs> there is a small margin of error. Oh. Um, well, you know, if there's no risk, it's not worth doing or something. Sure, let's, uh, let's try it. Okay. Uh, so, I need you to first lay, lay your letter down. Open it up. It's very important that the words are read. Be able to, are able to be read. Oh, um. I won't if it's if it's personal. I'm not the best at spelling or using ink. No, if it's if it's if it's something personal, I don't need to look at it. The crystal needs to be able to. Oh. Um. Okay. Uh, I can do that. And I will uh unfold it and lay it out. However, she's instructing me to do so. Okay. Uh, so as it's flat on this on this like little crystal board, essentially, um, the light starts to glow, uh, and she says, "Okay, I need you with both of your hands uh, to put your hands on either side of this of the the light crystal beneath your paper." All right. Uh, and then she goes to the other side and does the same. And she says, "Okay, close your eyes." Okay. And I need you to as vividly and as accurately as you can picture the person that you want to send this to okay and i will uh squeeze my eyes shut super tight like a like a toddler uh when you tell them to close their eyes <laughs> and i am going to start to envision um a a fairy much like significantly older um Similar skin tone and and hair texture, although their hair is completely white. Uh, I am trying to send this message uh, to Nobi Echo. Okay, right before um, after she gives you about thirty seconds, uh, she says, "Okay, this next part is the hard part. I need you to picture it in their hands. Don't stop until I tell you." Okay. I'll help you as best I can. And you you feel these um, actually fairly rough, rough skinned hands covering yours. Okay. With with a firm pressure. Um, as this happens, you feel this heat start to go into your hands. And I um, I need you to make a spell casting check. Oh. Okay. Uh, ooh, twenty five. Okay. Uh, so as it starts to, you can actually feel the light kind of moving, this heat moving within your hands. Um, it starts to push your hands away, and you can feel this surprisingly strong gnome pushing them back onto this crystal. Um, you you feel some of this, like you have a little bit of innate, innate magic that you have learned. Mm -hmm. um, you, you feel that leaving almost like it's getting pulled from you into this crystal. Um, you hear, you hear, five more seconds. Four. Three. Two. One. And then you feel her hands pull off of yours. Okay. Uh, as you open your eyes, your letter's gone. <gasps> you also look at your hands, uh, and they appear... They're covered in blood. Yes, no. <laughs> that tracks. No, they're burnt, uh, and you take four four radiant damage. Ow! Oh. And uh, she looks at you and says, "Good job for your first time." How, how do we how do we know it worked? You don't. Oh, that doesn't. So there's no um. 
receipt of delivery. Oh, well, oh, this was wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, if you're lucky, they'll they'll send you a letter back. Not through <gasps> me, probably through like however they want to contact you. I don't know if they know how. Well, hopefully they figure it out. Uh, now, if you'd leave me alone, I have a lot of work to do. Goodbye. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> flips down four lenses again, starts tinkering with stuff at their desk. Uh, and when you say thank you, just hmm. <laughs> and you all, over these couple hours, you guys can all get the benefits of a short rest if you need them. After a few hours, this this small little amphitheater is getting pretty standing room only. Uh, Kirby, there's still the occasional student who uh, like tries to sneak up on you. Uh, <laughs> with, with a punch. Are you still enlarged? How long does enlarge reduce last? Enlarge only reduce like for a couple of minutes. So I'm back to my normal oh. size and Kirby is just dealing with this like normal, like this is a normal day for him. Yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining because most of these people are um, medium-sized creatures, medium-sized humanoids. Uh, so they're having to really swing down, uh, tripping over over you and, and falling and stumbling and stuff. Cause you've noticed Thomas McFan uh, never actually left the room. He seemed to catch on to this this little yelling match that you two had, but he has been sitting almost catatonic in a corner, um, holding a little loot, but not really playing it. Just kind of staring at the ground. Besky and Blossom, uh, you make a few trays of these wonderful cookies. Um, students students are rapidly coming to your little table you have set up. Um, just basically throwing money at you trying to get these and taking bites and you watch all of their eyes each time someone takes a bite like their eyes light up with excitement we'll say i, I think they like them <laughs> oh yeah we like them we like them a lot they're really good we were really can i get the recipe no no nope. remember to drink water sure here can i have another cookie then um <laughs> are you going to vote for cause in the battle of the bards Sure, whatever. Then yes. Takes another cookie, shoves it in his mouth. I look at Besky um. and I go, was that morally unsound? No, that's, that's, it's, that's a normal day here in the Fae Forge Academy, I think. I've never bribed anyone before. Oh, um, you'll get used to it. Oh. Ariadne, uh, you, see, you see this giant Goliath that you invited carrying over his shoulder what appears to be a base. Um, like a stand-up base. Just walking, kind of moving students aside, finds a place like front and center, slams it on the ground, waves at you. Rain, is there anything you want to do as you make it back? No, I will just... Uh, I think Rain doesn't really want to get in the way of all these festivities and is just trying to kind of lay low. Uh, so he's probably gonna s just find a seat somewhere in the back. Um out of kind of out of sight uh just to watch and support from a ways away uh and kirby in in the midst of dodging punches from students trying to earn five gold um you do see kind of hovering up above above the crowd you see hugo just glaring daggers at you i i look up at hugo and i like hold my hand i wave to him hey hugo how's it going just rolls his eyes at you whatever you think you're so cool. There's a seat right here next to me, right here. I saved you a seat. I don't want to sit next to you. Why not? Because you, 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 it doesn't matter. I mean, I want to sit next to you. You're my friend. Why do you keep saying that? Because.
because you're my friend. Whatever, and he flies down and sits next to you. He, like, pats him on the shoulder, <laughs> and he sits down next to him, and he pulls out, uh, he pulls out, um, a snack from his, from his pocket, breaks it in half and gives to Hugo. You're gonna have to carb up. What? Carb up. Why? Things are gonna get serious later on, so you carb up. Okay. Uh, takes a handful of whatever you're handing him. It's just like a, it's just like a random, like, bread it's snack. A, it's a power bar? Yeah, it's a power bar. <laughs> oh, God. No, but, but really, though... Really, things are going to get serious here later on. It's, okay, whatever. Is this about your assignment? Should have been mine anyways. Look, all right. Look, I get you wanted to be on the assignment also, but I could use your help anyway. I mean, just because it's my assignment doesn't mean it's something that I can't get you in on and need the support for. Plus, it probably look good if you did help me out anyway. Looks at you very seriously and says, I'm getting in that order before you do. And then looks back at the stage. I hope you do, buddy. And he pats him on the shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Cause, the show is yours. All right. This auditorium is full. All right. So Cause gets up on the stage and uh, takes a a look, looks out over the crowd. Um, He sees Thomas McFan like on the stage, like sort of like with him, but he's looking out for anybody in the crowd that's looking like suspicious. Like the whole point we did this was to lure out this doppelganger. And so he's looking for anybody who's like out there who like might be trying to like sneak up to the stage or is like in any way like, uh, yeah, just suspicious in a general way. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. This was a great plan. <laughs> that's a hot six. It's the Goliath with the double bass. <laughs> Always Goliath with double bass. Damn it. <laughs> he runs on stage and just starts smashing you with it. Hot. <laughs> Whoa. I ain't trying to smash right now. Um, okay. Uh, so as you as you take a look around, you don't see anything, mm. at least at first. But you see, you hear the hush of the crowd settle. And you realize that you are now on a stage in front of everybody trying to find your great-grandmother with the entire school basically expecting a show. I mean, I've been back here writing lyrics, so yes. (laughs) So as, as, I mean, like, this plan for Kaz was always game because he's been meeting Potomac fan back in his place. He needs to save his great-grandmother. Like, this is just, we're just stacking functions here. So when uh, the the crowd hushes, he says, no, there's a a lot of talk on campus about, is there anything that anyone has that's nice to say about Thomas McFan? No. From the back of the room. <laughs> okay, we're all in agreement. <laughs> but the only person who doesn't seem to understand that is this bloke right here. Thomas McFace Fan. I'm just gonna just roll with that. That's not even clever. God, that was really clever. I don't have to be clever with you, Thomas. <laughs> That was really clever. Hugo, you called him Buttface. Clever as heck. Gosh. It's fantastic. You're doing great, Kaz. I, I guess. <laughs> Woo, Kaz! Thanks, Kirby. <laughs> when it feels like these guys at the crowd are getting enough attention, he's like, all right, Thomas, are you ready to go? And he just pulls out his battle ukulele and just starts strumming. Yeah, and just... You talk like a red butt baboon, you're just a hot air balloon, so no one gives you a damn. You're just an overgrown schoolboy. 
let me blow your mind. A dog with disease, you just whine and you wheeze. Put your music where your mouth is. This battle's done and signed. And then just wails on the ukulele for another good, like, two, three minutes. God, fucking bars. <laughs> uh. While this is happening, I would love, if I can do this surreptitiously, I would love to cast Hex on Thomas McFan. <laughs> uh, give me a sleight of hand roll. Well, well, actually, what kind of components are is Hex? Uh, Hex is verbal, somatic. Uh, it's all three. Okay, give me a sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay. You, as you kind of cast this spell, uh, you don't think anyone around you notices. You're pretty small. You haven't been flying around in a, a while. Um, but you watch as Thomas, like, almost instantly, like, starts kind of, like, rolling his shoulders, looking very uncomfortable. Um, like, keeps, like, pulling out lyrics and, like, not looking like he's not, not remembering. And what, what uh, skill do you want to... Um, Charisma. 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 Okay, so cause after that uh this first little round i would like you to make a performance check all righty straight straight performance check yep that's a crit with a plus 12 that is nice (laughs) 32 nice nice (laughs) Um, so as you as you start sit like throwing out all these different lyrics and put downs and stuff like that the the crowd is getting behind you very quickly. There's laughter pointing at Thomas McFan. I feel so bad right now. <laughs> I feel really bad for this guy. I honestly feel like his only crime today was getting beat up and shanked in a closet. And um, I don't feel bad. Fucking one percenter, get wrecked. That's true. He is a he is a fucking horrible person. <laughs> and he stands up, and he is. It's uh with disadvantage, right? Is what X does. That is correct. Probably didn't need it because he already sucks so bad, but you know, just a little insurance. <laughs> I mean, there's no way he can beat that. Though he did roll a nat 20. Did he really? Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's a real battle of the bards. But he's only got a plus six. Um, <laughs> I'm not as clever at coming up with lyrics as you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but actually, I think what Thomas McFan, Thomas McFan tries to do something a little bit different. He starts actually playing a song that's not about you. <gasps> he starts playing something a little bit a little bit softer cuz he he he's a smart bard. He picks up on this like ruckus crowd that you've that you've riled lifted up, up and, and riled up against him and you, it's kind of unexpected to you, but he tries to almost take the high road uh, and plays this like classic classic soft ballad and the hush a hush settles over the cr- the crowd. But not enough. There's still there's still some some boo birds in the background uh, uh, yelling at him. And I would like the rest of you to make a perception check. You got it. So as I'm as as uh, I'm doing my perception check, can I also cast a spell? Sure. I would like to cast a spell, detect good and evil. Ooh. Okay. I got a 13 on my roll. Okay. I got a big old nat one, so. <laughs> I'm too busy concentrating. <laughs> I got a 26, because I see everything. I got a 24 on mine. I got an 8. And Kaz, I would also like you 
to make a perception check. Mm-hmm. 14, slightly better. He got crits with disadvantage. Hate Thomas McFan. <laughs> Never mind, I'm back to hating him. So, Wally, what did you get? I got a 24. 24, and Emily, you got a 26. So, Emily, you're, are you still back at the like this cookie table kind of towards the back? Yeah. Okay. And Wally, you're sitting next to Hugo. But I am um, watching intently. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kirby, you notice Hugo next to you keeps fidgeting. Um, and there's a there's a bead of sweat on his brow. Cause mm. you a uh, fourteen, correct? That's correct. From where you are, uh, you see the um, there's everybody's watching rapturously. Like both of you bards are putting on incredible performances, but you see um, one person turned around, not paying attention to the show. Uh, the silhouette of a dwarf with long hair. Uh, uh, and Blossom, you also see a dwarf not paying attention. Uh, she's older. She's got gray in her hair, but there's something off. She looks at you and her smile goes a little too wide. And her eyes flash red. Um, I... And... Oh, unless... Hold on, one... <laughs> One more thing. I'm going to say, I too can play that game. Just smile back at her. Like, that's the same thing. You think you're creepy? It's on my character oh, she's, sheet. She, she's not She's not looking at you. Oh, not at me? She's just kind of looking uh, somewhere. Even worse. And smiling. Jesus. That's creepy. Fuck. Okay. And so, detect evil and good, Kirby, as you cast that. There are a decent chunk of fey beings around here. Um, <laughs> where you are. So, though, growing up in the Feywilds, that's something that you can kind of drown out a little bit. It almost becomes white noise. You're so used to that. Um, and you pick up two things. There is something strange on Hugo's self. Not sure if it's an item or something in his pockets, but it's under, under his outer layer of clothing. And from the back of this auditorium, uh, you sense an aberration. I look over at Hugo, and I'm like, are you okay? Because I'm getting a weird vibe from you right now. He looks at you, says, good luck on your assignment. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> puts his hand in the pocket, grabs whatever is like, it's kind of like pulsing red around it, and then disappears. I actually want to make my way over to this solo dwarf that's not paying attention uh, mm -hmm. on the pretense of offering them a cookie. What do you want? Oh, um, I thought maybe you would like a snack while you enjoyed the performance. The students made some. I hate music. This is a, a not the event for you then, it seems. Um, insight check? I, I don't know. Creepy girl <laughs> off? <laughs> sure, roll an insight check. Battle of the Broads. <laughs> Battle of the Spooky Brides. Um, I rolled. Can I roll? Can I roll, Stephen? Mm -hmm. uh, insight, yeah. Mm -hmm. I rolled a nineteen, so it's a twenty-three. So, what what exactly are you trying to gain um, from this? Okay, like, so she said she's not. She's here because she doesn't enjoy music. Like, does she appear to like have her eyes on anything in particular? Like things on her person, just like that that would cue me into like 
whether or not she seems to fit in here. Is this somebody I've seen before? Um, okay. You notice a couple things. As you're trying to side up, size up if they fit in. Um, wearing two different shoes. Hmm. And their shirt is on backwards. Very human behavior. <laughs> um, <laughs> human music. Says, says, do you know the dwarf? The, the dwarf? Um, I, I've, I met him recently, yes. I, I'm sort of new here. D- do you go here? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, takes, takes half a second too long to, to think about it. I work here. Oh, um, well then, yes, please have a cookie on the house. And as I hand her, I put my hand gently on her shoulder, um, and I attempt to bestow a curse. Make a dex check. Make a dex check. Dude, not natural 20. (laughs) Roll a 21. As you reach out to try to touch this creature, just kind of subtly backs away. He says, hands to ourselves. Didn't you learn manners? Uh, no, I didn't. Enjoy the show, or don't. And I walk away. Uh, a dearie. Hmm. Tell the dwarf I've got his grandmother. And we're gonna have to find out what happens next time oh. on the Fate Forge oh, Academy. Oh dang! I'll tell you what happens oh, next time on Fate Forge Academy. None of us have <laughs> families anymore. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Give you one nice thing, Stephen, you poop all over. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Fayforge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out you can do so alongside me on twitter at kiss of hemlock 
My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at StoneflyKai. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide. I'm also in a center stream that's on the Negative 2 Charisma channel, and I'm also the social media manager for esports. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Stephen was like, fuck your letter. (laughs) (laughs) You want to send a letter to Shattered Isles? In this economy? (laughs) In this economy. This is...